MotorCityGaming.com. Alive, surging up from the depths of the sea on a tidal wave of terror to wreak vengeance on mankind. Raging through the streets on a rampage of total destruction. The Gamezilla Podcast. Is this the end of our civilization? Prepare for gaming domination. The mightiest monster of them all. Grimlock, the Dino 9, and Jazzy Fiddle. Gamezilla. Welcome to the GameZilla Podcast, your last line of defense in major gaming news. I'm your host, Grimlock, and with me in the Motor City Gaming Studios, co-host, Jazzy Fiddle. What's up? Grimlock, the dino. I do it better. And producers, Deadite Knight and Cable2KX. What up, dude? I don't want to be here! I hate you guys! And now everyone that was watching is gone now. <laughs> You're welcome. Alright, well welcome to episode 174 of the GameZilla Podcast. How is the panel doing today? Starting with Cable, off-screen, video producer. Hi, what's up, man? What are you doing? Not much. Playing some Destiny, getting ready to do that. Whoa, whoa, Destiny? Nine. You're playing Destiny still? I'm still playing Destiny. Destiny 1? Destiny one. I can't let go of my J Rabbit. <laughs> I don't blame you, man. Man, that prison of elders is lit though. Dude. Like me and the servitors just be hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> but for re- but for real, you're playing Destiny too. I'm playing Destiny. <laughs> Getting ready for um for us to tackle that raid soon. Mm-hmm. And I definitely want to get into trials. I want to play trials. Yeah, well, we've already uh, we've tried. We we have played. We've trials. tried. Trials, we've, yes. we've tried. It didn't trials. go great, but we did have moments. Very few, but we had moments of hope. But we did do something that we have not done in Destiny One. Dial we the get swept. We went to the lighthouse. <laughs> we <laughs> did. We did we, go we, to <laughs> the lighthouse. We, went, we technically went to we the lighthouse. We were in front of the lighthouse. We yeah. could not go into the lighthouse. We, we were, were there. We were, we were just the, not in the lighthouse. We were on the front lawn, and they were very upset that we were there. Listen, I hit that little pad and launched me, and I touched the lighthouse. Basically, put a boat in front of us. And like, Look, you, just... you were like a fly going into like one of those electric, electric zappers, zappers, for sure. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, uh, fun fact, you win one match and you can at least go to Mercury and stare at the things that you'll never achieve in your <laughs> <Exactly>. life. <laughs> but, all right, Jazzy, hi, what's up? Oh, well, Lots of Destiny 2, like Cable was saying. We got into Trials, uh, been raising my power level up and um, having a lot of fun with it. There's a lot of things in the PvP. At, at first, I was dogging the PvP. Like, I and still am. And there's, still, yeah, still, there's still things that I don't like about it. However... I don't know if I can say anything negative about what they've done with Trials. I think everything yeah. they've done, I've liked. Yeah, the problem with Trials is it's going to be gone after tonight, and you'll have to wait all week before you get it again. That's so okay. you'll get back to bitching about multiplayer, and then the weekend will come around and be like, oh, yay, Trials. Yeah. That's okay. Um, other than that, uh, had a horrible run of League the other night. I think we lost uh, five out of six of our matches. It was when, not fun. When you use the word horrible, I think you mean to use the word that we should never play this game ever again. It and was, I probably unins- cut both of our hands off. I, un- I uninstalled mine. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm kidding. installed it. But it was a bad thing. It was a very bad thing. Um, and then I uh, got to play some disc golf with my best friend Grimlock this weekend. Uh, went to the course and Wait, he slaughtered me. Wait, we're best friends? Yeah. 
I mean, I mean, you're my best friend, but I, you probably hate me. That's fine. <laughs> I get that all the time. It's um, a one-way street. <laughs> it's a one-sided relationship. Yeah, one, very one-sided. He's just glad to be honest. Yeah, that's, that's right. Yeah, the only the only person that loves me back is the teddy bear in my in my bedroom. But uh, okay, this got a little too <laughs> personal. But <laughs> go ahead, tell us your story. Tell us your story. So. Uh, Picked up some discs and uh, we went and through the course at Cass Benton and uh, I got beat not as horribly as the time that uh, that Deadite joined us. Mm-hmm. So I only lost to Grimlock by uh, six strokes instead of seventeen. So it was an improvement. So let me get this straight: Are you telling me that you were sandbagging just so I didn't feel bad losing to Grim by eighteen strokes? Uh, I mean, if we're gonna be honest. I did throw a mid-range Skeeter the whole time. <laughs> he did. He did. The first time. The second time, he actually yeah, had, actually uh, had some, some good discs. Yeah. I am that awful. I'm However, that I will say kudos to you because uh, I was able to pick up a rock because of you, and I love that disc. So. You see, the thing is, is Jazzy never saw me throw a rock because I lost it before him and I played together. I just talked the whole time. Man, I wish I had my rock for this throw. Oh, man, it's three holes later. I guess I wish I had my rock for this throw. I did that the whole game. Well, so. maybe next yeah. time we go, I'll let you throw mine. Yeah, well, However, maybe, you did lose yours, so maybe not. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I'll go out and buy one uh, before next time we play. Um, <laughs> and I enjoyed myself so much that uh, we came back to Grimm's house, and uh, he has a disc golf, uh, what do they even call it, hole, I guess? It's a basket. It's a basket yeah. um, in his backyard for practice. So uh, him and I created our own challenge where we were just competing <laughs> against each other. Um, it turned into me accidentally bumping one of his trash cans against the back of his house, and I knocked the lid off. And there's some rank shit in there, like maggots <laughs> or something's in this trash can. Something bad's like, in there. Yeah, he's like, put, put the lid back on, put the lid back on. So me being the idiot that I am, created what was called the Can Huffer Challenge. No, it was the Can oh. Huffer 2017 in lovely Livonia, Michigan. <laughs> you know, I thought I thought that trash can just had a bunch of PlayStation VR games in it. So it, that's probably, probably so. smells bad. That's, that's probably yeah. it. Along with a lot of Battleborn. So of course I come up with this you challenge. Watch it. <laughs> I'm having a hard time with that. Today. I come up with this challenge where I'm like, all right, whoever loses the hole has to stick their head in the garbage can and I'm take a giant whiff. I'm so glad I was busy on Saturday. <laughs> I'm like, what? I'm like, no. I'm like, no. No. I mean, you know I would have done it, so I'm glad I wasn't in. <laughs> right. I even said at one point that no matter what happens, we're not doing right. this. I actually said that. Yeah, I said, I already that. have a heart problem. I don't need to add to it. That's true. I wouldn't have made him do it, yeah. but I knew he was going to beat me anyway. Well, However, it did take him to seven OTs. And then he finally beat me on a, on a putt that I should have had, and I he was had a pretty pissed. Three foot putt that he biffed right into the front of the basket. So I storm <laughs> up the driveway, right, and I'm like, I gotta go get a drink of water. So I storm up the driveway, and then I storm back down the driveway. He's like, I thought you were going to get a drink, man. I was like, I'm just gonna do it. <laughs> and I opened the can, stuck my head in, took a giant whiff, proceeded to gag and almost throw up. Best part, I filmed the whole thing. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and so, yeah. uh, oh, cute, no? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, I lost the Can Huffer of Livonia, Michigan, 2017 so, chance. Yeah. Were you guys playing this like horse? Where you pick, you picked a play? It was a stroke for stroke. Yeah, whoever was, had the uh, lowest. Yeah. I heard you guys like playing games stroke yeah. for stroke. It was <laughs> no, it was one disc. So you were allowed one disc. Uh, and and going into it, we played like a deciding a deciding hole of who would be able to pick what disc we use. I won that, so I picked the Groove, which was a new driver that we both picked up that we neither one of us can throw very well. And so 
we ran that for seven holes. That's why, because yep. neither one of us were throwing well. And Awful. on that last one, we were both close to the pin and thought we were going to the next overtime, and he just biffed it right into the front of the basket. And I'm like, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was, but there was bound to be one of these throws where I just screwed something up and was going to have to stick my head in that garbage can. <clears throat> but yeah, it was a good time. I, I had fun. With again, the actual again, disc golfing, I not, didn't not do, the... I didn't create any of that. Like, none of that was my idea, and I don't even understand why it actually happened. Like, we were just throwing discs. I mean, to, be, we to be real, we're just <laughs> stupidly competitive, and that's I'm why not, it happened. Again, I didn't want to do any of this. I was, just, I was happy throwing the disc and seeing who got closer. Okay, to be fair... How many people got... Uh, how many times did I get a two versus you getting a three? That's what I cared about. To be fair, it was all me. You, I was. And you're a pussy. That's fine. <laughs> That's 100% fine. I will gladly be a pussy if it means I don't have to put my head anywhere I'm actually near kind that of garbage tasting. Can. I'm actually kind of tasting it being that close to it. You're right just now. describing it. I'm tasting it. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, uh, Ted, I, how was your weekend? Well, away my. Away from us. You know, what would I rather be doing? Pulling, uh, pulling things that are, have been in a lake all summer out of the lake and cleaning them and packing them up, ending the summer like dead bodies. Uh, you don't pull those out, Jazzy. You just <laughs> leave them there. Anchor those They're down. They're there for a reason. Uh, or would I be sniffing trash cans with Jazzy? I guess my Saturday was definitely better than Jazzy's because I didn't have to sniff a trash can by my own choice for some reason. Uh, but you know, I've I've had a good run over the last week. Uh, still playing a lot of Destiny Two. Uh, a lot, not in comparison to the amount that you guys are playing. Um, I'm still in the story because I'm just meticulously going through all the missions and playing all the public events. So, like, towards the end of the game, which I believe I am now, like, recommended light levels like 180, uh, 160, and I'm, I'm like a 216 just breezing through stuff. So my slow grind through the game has been pretty good. And uh, the other game I've been playing... Uh, I don't I, I don't really want to steal your thunder, so I, I'm not even going to talk about it right now. I'll, I'll let you talk about it, and we'll talk about it together. Okay, I'll save it. I'll save it for the last piece then. So, been playing a lot of Destiny, obviously, right? We we seen a trend here. Um, you know, enjoying it. It's fun. I think uh, I think I finished up today around a two seventy seven. Uh, prepped for the raid, ready for some trials. So ready for whatever we want to get into next, and just helping other people get up to that so uh, up to a high enough level to either you know unlock trials or be ready for the raid we have i think like 24 people in the in our clan now so uh we'll post on instagram here soon motor city gaming um we'll post a picture of our clan you know banner and the name so if you're looking for a clan we are um, well ahead of a lot of other clans sitting sitting well almost a level three clan so if you're looking for perks extra ingrams all these things it's an, it's an open clan uh, come on and, and take a spot before before we fill up because i think you're only allowed if it's i think it's 36 spots or something like that i'll look it up yeah it's three pages and however many you know spots per page but anyways we're like a page and a half full we, we still have plenty of space so if you want to if you want a spot come come see us yeah, enjoying Destiny, playing uh, some League. It was it was very rough. Um, but I but for for the first time ever with League having a horrible day. Like in the past, those were the days that drove me away from playing that game. Where it was like I'm done. I'm not playing League anymore. And here it was like you know Jazzy was getting clearly affected by it. Uh, you know the people we were playing with were getting affected by it. And I was sitting back and I was mad. 
but I was fine with it. Like I was fine picking up League the next day and playing more. So I, I've, gr- I've grown to that point where I'm looking at it from an individual standpoint, paying attention to my lane. How did I play? What did I screw up and how can I fix it? You know, so that way next time, hopefully I can do a better job. But, you know, other than that, it was a rough, it was a rough night for League. And, uh, and then, of course, the game that I've been waiting a decade for, Metroid Samus Returns for the 3DS. Happy Metroid Monday, everybody. That's right. So Metroid's out. I, uh, you know, I have 10 DSs, like 3DSs, 3DS XLs, the new 3DS, the new 3DS XLs. I have a lot of them because I like the Pikachu one and the Nintendo controller one and the, all these ones. So I, you know, but Metroid deserves its own 3DS. So I, uh, I bought myself a Metroid 3DS where I'll only play Metroid on it and then it'll go on a shelf and, and be on display. And it's, um, it's hard to see on the Twitch stream here tonight, but it's basically a red and gold 3DS. On the back side, you have the Samus logo. On the front side, you have a, a silk screen, you know, or a, sorry, uh, an image of Samus shooting blaster with some like, I don't know polygon looking design on it the inside's completely plain it's a standard oh <laughs> dead I, like i'm gonna kill you you son of a bitch no i'm just thinking maybe i should turn mine on so i can do it too yeah. My, mine is black and it uh black. has these really cool like wear marks on the side oh look uh, at that yeah that's hot yeah like it's worn through for my sweaty ass hands and just, yeah, acid, just acid from your palm. yep but uh, yeah, so I picked this up. It, it, the the thing I love, I mean, it's it's a beautiful 3ds, and I like collecting them. But I, I was really impressed with the box art too. The box looks really cool, even from like the tabs that you have to pull out on the side have have the Metroid logos right on on them, and it was just it was nicely done. Uh, things I'm disappointed in is that I thought for sure it would be preloaded with maybe like a Metroid theme, just like some of the Pokemon ones that I have are. And it wasn't, it's just a standard, it's a standard XL with, with covers. And that was a little bit disappointing, but not shocking knowing that Metroid is kind of a, you know, a niche, a niche IP for, for some people. So, but anyways, I picked that up. I was super happy. I picked up the regular version of the game because I, pre-ordered the limited edition and or special edition and it didn't it wasn't going to show up on launch day and i didn't want to wait so, so i bought a regular version met dead eyed up at, at the uh, worst purchase and uh and picked that up uh and then the very next day my special edition showed up now mind you, you you can't see it on the twitch stream or if you're listening to it in just podcast form but this box is destroyed okay it's it's creased on every side it's got bins in the front of it and it, it pissed me off and we all know where it came from, right? Starts with game, ends with stop, but I'm not going to say their name. Their piece, I, was, I was blown away at how this game showed up to my doorstep. Take two pieces of cardboard, put the game in between them, and then smush them together with a little bit of glue. And then ship that to me. And that is how they shipped my game. They didn't, even, they didn't put it in a box. Now, mind you, I got a free keychain with this, which is a cool little 8-bit, 16-bit looking keychain. It came in a separate envelope because <laughs> it wouldn't fit in the two pieces of cardboard that they smushed together, causing my box to then get smushed with it. And I called, you know, so I'm upset. I called, I called this place, wait one hour to talk to someone. They answer the phone. 
And I go, I made this purchase. Here's my order number. And they quickly respond with, oh, yes, we see your order. There's nothing we can do besides give you a refund. And they're not available. I go, this is unacceptable. Like, like, this is super unacceptable. I, you know, I bought this from you. You're a game company. I bought this from you. It's limited edition. It's not going to be easy to find for, for retail price, at least. And now you're telling me that because I went through you, I get a damaged ver- copy of it. And then, and all you can do is take it back from me and give me my money back, which I can't go buy this anywhere else at this time, unless I want to go to eBay and pay more money for it. Hold on a second. 20 more minutes on hold. Now, mind you, I'm putting new blinds up for my wife. I'm doing things. It's on speakerphone. I'm, so whatever. I'm just setting the phone down and doing my thing. Comes back. Okay. Um, uh, I just took a look. They do have them in the warehouse and we're going to send you another one. You just told me that all you could do is refund that they were unavailable. What did you, what magical button did you press that all of a sudden they're available now? Oh, look, we have a million of them in the warehouse. Yeah, like what kind of, you know, so anyways, I'm like, that's great. They're like, you know, it'd be three to five days, but we can't guarantee that it'll come any better than the, the one that you got. I was like, well, how does that help me then? Like, she's like, well, I'll put in the notes that they should pack it better. I'm like, put in the notes to pack it in a box. If you put it in a box, it'll be fine. Guaranteed, it'll be okay. <laughs> so that's that's where I'm at, right? And I go, okay, well, you know, do I send you the old one back when I get the new one? And they go, um, just do whatever you want with the old one when you get once you get the new one. So that part was cool. I was like, all right, well, you know, it's an extra soundtrack and technically an extra game. Which these people had like guess who cheaped out and didn't buy the soundtrack? Yeah. Just saying. Ah. Here's, the, here's the thing. Here's the hint, thing. Hint. Yeah. Here's the thing that blew me away though. Guess who didn't get the game? The person. Yeah. <laughs> the person that helped me had no idea. And this is this is my problem with customer service. And this is my problem in the game industry right now for a company that is the biggest game comp- biggest game seller in the world. And my problem is, she didn't even know. What it was. She she goes, so was the disc cracked? And I was like, excuse me? She's like, the disc, was it cracked? Is that what was damaged? I go, there's not even a disc in this box. It's a cartridge. Like, what kind of customers, like, if your customer service can't service the product that you're selling, then it's not customer service. Yeah, aren't they, like, sitting in a computer, too, where they could just look up what it is if they right? don't know? That's what I mean. Like, I don't need you to be an, an, an expert. What I need is for you to give give your employees something that actually allows them to do a job. You don't need to be an expert. You need to have a clue. Yeah. Like, it, there's, yeah. A, there's a big gap in between just knowing a little <laughs> yeah. bit and being an expert. All right. So No I got, one who works at a GameStop <laughs> is an expert. Yeah. I got my bitch fest out of the way. Um, back, you know, we're, it's going to get taken care of. Hopefully this next copy will show up and it'll be clean and, and I can, you know, you know, if I wasn't a collector, I wouldn't care, right? It's just a sleeve. But for me, I waited a decade for this game, okay? If, if it was any other game than Metroid, I probably would have let it slide, but it's Metroid. And you unfortunately upset, like, <laughs> one of the biggest fans of Metroid, you know, in the world, in my opinion. So, um... Whatever. That's all taken care of. I've been playing the game. I'm probably six hours into it. Um, loving it. Trying to 100% on my first run without any assistance. So I'm going through slowly, you know, um, exploring the maps to the fullest, marking marking all the spots I can't get through uh, because I don't have a certain ability so I can backtrack and get them later. And I love this game. It is... It is... It's really good. Like, I... And part of it is maybe because I haven't had a new Metroid in so long that, that I've enjoyed, okay? Before we go throw some banner, some picture up there cable, okay? 
I know. Nice. I'm just saying. <laughs> before you go put up a different photo, I'm just saying. It's been a long time since I've been able to play a Metro game that I enjoyed. Yeah, thank you. There, I, see, I just prepped you for it. But um, that is the tropical torpedo of games. <laughs> it is 100. <laughs> I heard it was a good game. Yeah. So, um, so here's the here's the first thing I take away from this game. Why in why couldn't every other 3D based game for the Nintendo 3DS be like this? Like the 3D is beautiful. I I actually prefer to play this game in 3D versus 2D. And I I can't think of another game that I've ever played on my 3DS that I had that comment. For me, Super Mario 3D Land which I guess I should expect. I haven't I haven't played uh I don't even know if I've played that. Don- Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze has some cool effects like when you blow up different enemies and different like because it's slightly 2.5d yeah. there's some cool stuff going on in the yeah. foregrounds and backgrounds of that game but those are the only two i can think of in my but life. this is like a 3d experience yeah. it's not like a and i don't want i'm gonna i'm gonna call it gimmicky but like you're you're explaining one thing that happens in donkey kong that is cool mm-hmm. this is like the experience of the entire game when you turn 3d off it almost kind of loses some of it it's weird it's almost like seeing something in full color or black and white. Yeah. It's that distinct. The, the, you get the full array of the art and the design and the backgrounds come to life in such a different yeah. way. And it's really what 3D should be. Yeah. Uh, and so it's a really good experience. So I do kind of feel bad for anyone playing this on a 2DS. I feel yeah. like they're missing out. Or even an old 3DS that has the trash 3D, the new right. model. Yeah, is the way to play it. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, you know, six, seven hours in, love it. Uh, have about I think twenty six Metroids left that I'm that I'm hunting down, and you know, I'll I'll be right. I will for sure be writing a blog about this uh, over at MotorCityGaming.com, and you'll be able to see other uh, coverage of it all uh, on the website and social media. So just follow Motor City Gaming wherever it is that you like to to read our news, but. Um, the other piece that I bought is these is the the Amiibo two pack, right? And uh, this was crazy. This is where I'm going to give uh, worst purchase uh, some props. And that is this showed up on release day. Pretty good. Like it's one thing when you pre order a game and you hope to get it on release day, but like an Amiibo, like I had no intentions on this showing up Friday, and it was and. Doorbell goes off. I go to the door. I'm like, oh my God, these are my Amiibos. Like, they showed up before my game did from the game comp store. So, again, like, right? And so I'm like, all right, cool. Well, anyways, like, I'm torn, right? We're here on the podcast. I'm, I'm a little torn because I have like every Amiibo sealed in the box, right? And I only have one copy of this right now. I haven't found a second edition. But I heard that the Metroid is squishy. And also, there's some cool perks to scan these into your game. But I'm. I think I'm going to open this. I think we're going to open it right now. And I wanted to see what 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 did you think that I from if, Metroid fan to Metroid fan. If Toy Story Two taught me anything, it's a terrible life to leave a toy in its package its whole life. Look how stinky Pete turned out. I mean, exactly. that, that's probably some of the best advice I've ever heard in my life. So here we go. Oh God, it hurts. Oh oh my God, the value just plummeted. If you're listening to this podcast, you need oh. to keep an eye out for another set of these for Grim because. He might wake up with cold sweats when he realizes what he's done. Oh, God, it hurts. I think that IPA is good. There we go. How All squishy right. is it? I'm, I'm, we're going we're gonna to pass it. Hurry up. Squish it first. 
Oh, baby. Oh, it looks satisfyingly oh, squishy. Oh, my goodness. Here we go. We're going to pass this over. That's what she said. Ooh. <laughs> it's delightful. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's cool. Yep. That's super cool. All right, well. Cool. See ya, Box. But uh, so yeah, that's uh, I picked those up. Play, been playing a lot of Metroid. It's it's fantastic. If you're a Metroid fan and you have a 3DS or a 2DS, I highly recommend this. If especially for many people that probably never got to play Metroid 2 on the original Game Boy, because um, you know, it's kind of rough. Yeah, it's it's, a, it's rough now <laughs> to go back and try. But um, yeah, I, I I'm in love. It's it's my favorite game right now. I'm enjoying a lot of Destiny, obviously, but. This is something I've been waiting a long time for, and they didn't let us down. They didn't give us another Federation Force. So with that being said, before we move into the news, I think it's time to retire the box. That's right. Metroid Prime Federation Force box that I have thrown at Jazzy so many times. Several times at Cable. Maybe a few times to Deadite. But mainly Jazzy. This has been my abuse stick. Um... I'm gonna find something new. Don't worry. He's gonna. He's still gonna feel my feel my wrath. But uh, broken bottles. In uh, in honor that that Nintendo has finally righted their wrongs, we're going to have our final throw to Jazzy, and this one's gonna be light, and you're gonna catch it. There it is, folks. That was magical. All right. I'm super excited because this is my box. Yeah, you get your box back. Yeah, I can actually put my game back in it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. Before we move on, I'd like to because I. I yeah, deferred you, right. my talking about playing Metroid uh, mm-hmm. to, yeah, to you because I didn't want to steal your thunder. I appreciate it. So I'm, I'm totally with you. I love the game. It's what I've been waiting for. I ha- you know, Maybe someday we'll, when Jazzy's busy, we'll do an alpha show. And you and I will just talk about Metroid for a whole oh, show or sweet. something. Yeah. We'll have fun with that. So I don't want to dive too deep into yeah. my love for Metroid as well. But in my opinion... In this game, Samus feels more badass than ever. The ad of the melee, like anytime something gets up in my face and I can just swat it away and then one-shot it and it dies, being able to aim in every direction, she feels so good. The controls are so tight and everything's tuned in. She feels like the badass that you've always wanted her to. And that's that, that to me is the highlight of the gameplay aspect of this. I think something went on in the Twitch chat there. Yeah, sorry, I had to uh, confirm that my Ocarina of Time was not in the case. Um, I agree. She she feels phenomenal in this game. You know, we've had some talk in the Discord about that she's too fast, Um, and I think I think she feels good. Like, yes, she feels fast compared to the other games, but she feels. Like it's amazing. Like like you said, the three the ability to aim is. Is awesome. You know, the the, uh, the melee attacks are really fun and challenging later. Like, early game, if you're watching, like, gameplay uh, online or something, you're going to be like, oh, this seems super cheap, right? And, and once you get used to the melee attack, you do have an advantage in early game. But I can tell you, later on in the game, it doesn't save you from everything. And, and you do have to be, like, hair-trigger response on some stuff. Otherwise, you're going to take damage. So... It's a it's a cool feature, and and I was a little worried in the beginning of the game that it was too strong, but it definitely balances out as the game goes on, and um you know, feeling some of the uh, abilities that we haven't necessarily seen since Metroid Two, uh is is it's welcoming. It was my one little thing that I was kind of like, man, this is really cool, and I would almost be a, a, 
two percent happier if this was a new Metroid game, like mm-hmm. like a, like the next chapter of the Metroid series. Because my problem is that this is Metroid Two, and Super Metroid after she doesn't have these abilities, and it doesn't. It's not necessarily explained why all of a sudden, like you know. And I get it. This game is made now. Super Metroid was made ninety five or whatever. So or ninety yeah ninety five, but um, you know. If that that those are the things that like bug me a little bit. It's the same thing with like the original Star Wars four five six versus like the pre the the uh, one two three where it felt like because they were made so much later and and you know CGI and technology had come so far, the 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 technology in the movie almost felt advanced compared to the movie the the older movies that take place in the future. You know, and that's so for me, I'm like. It doesn't ruin the game for me. I'm still in love, but man, I I wish this was the next chapter instead of a reimagination of two. But I'll take what I can get, right? Like that's that's my thing. But she feels, yeah. As far as your comment, she feels the best that I've ever played a Metroid game. Maybe short of like the first time I ever played Prime. Yeah, I mean Prime feels great. So okay, here's my. I told you during the pre-show. That there was something about this game that you have to answer for as our Uber Metroid fan. This falls on you, and you need to tell me why. Okay. What, what do we got? Why is it when I use an elevator, it looks so damn awful, I think I need to bleach my eyeballs out, and then I'm playing on some sort of... This looks like a cutscene you'd have on the Game Boy Advance. The elevator animation makes me want to just... Pop my eyeballs out with a melon baller. Why? Why does it look like that? Why does the whole game look awesome? And you go to go on an elevator, and I just think to myself, okay, better slit my wrist instead of play this ever again. <laughs> this is your problem? This, this, this. Have you, have you gone in the elevator? Look at it. Tell me you don't get pissed every time you hop in the elevator and go, why does this look god awful? Why does it look like a middle schooler who just learned how to use Flash was put in charge of animating the elevator scenes? Well, it turns out that there was a middle schooler that was terminally <laughs> ill that wanted to make the elevator scenes. So congratulations, you just hurt their feelings. Well, that kid's probably dead. He's terminally <laughs> ill. So he got what he deserved. Wow. So wow. Um no, I mean I'll agree with you that that This is for the children. <laughs> first of all, I want I want the healthy to, children. Okay. <laughs> yeah. First of all, I want to make a, a slight correction. Uh, I said ninety five. Ninety four was technically the release date of Super Metroid, I believe in Japan. Mm-hmm. So but whatever technical issues here based on where it released in the region. But I agree with you. The cutscene, there's several cutscenes, not just elevator cutscenes. There's other cutscenes. The that, other ones look fine. The elevator one looks like you're just stabbing someone in the eye with uh, with one of the kaleidoscope. I don't <laughs> like it's like jammed right into my eyeball and I'm being blinded by all of its awful colors and low poly graphics. Do you think have you teleported? I teleported once. I don't remember if it was bad or not. I don't think it's that much better than. Uh, I don't believe it's that much better than than the elevator. It's probably hideous, right? So I. So with that being said, those the transportation cutscenes, as I'm going to call them, are lackluster. Okay, uh, compared to how beautiful the rest of the game is, absolutely. And I think could you done you could have done a ton more with it, especially when I go back and I think about older Metroid games. I would have rather it turned into 8-bit and just beep, yeah. boop, beep, boop, <laughs> going up and down the elevator But even like, have to look at that. Even like older Metroid games like Fusion or Zero Mission, when you would go down an elevator, it was a great opportunity for them to give you a little bit of story or something, yeah. right? So you'd get that elevator, but you'd also get that like, you know, like 
silhouette image or something going on the side with maybe some text mm-hmm. trying to kind of telling you some more story or some background or something right and the only story this tells me is you should probably buy a switch <laughs> <laughs> right well, i don't know if it, i mean t- if you ported it to the switch it wouldn't look any better no this no is no, no. i'm just saying like stop playing this game but put your 3ds <laughs> no, in the garbage and go buy a switch you do not mean that get out of here it's, uh, the, it's you go down an elevator maybe five times and and, and then no you, then no you no the, you i get lost i no. go down the elevator all the time you can use the teleport function instead so you don't have to use the elevator if the teleport function is just as bad the, the only problem i have with the teleport is that it kind of looks like samus just loses consciousness and her neck like goes into her body <laughs> and she's kind of like and then like comes out of it and i'm like what did, did she just have a seizure or so like her po- her posture when she teleports is kind of concerning like man i don't know if that's healthy but it's it is better than the elevator i'll give you that okay if that's your only problem with this game then you should probably be pretty happy because you played battleborn for god's sakes please stop <laughs> please stop all right well we should probably uh move on and get some come on <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh rest guys. in peace. There's a there's a tombstone on the on the Twitch stream Alive right now. Live in my heart, Battleborn. Oh uh, yeah, but we don't know what that means. We'll have to find out in the news. Anything else we need to talk about? Maybe uh, thank our sponsors for this episode. If you want your beard to look exponentially better than the <laughs> than the it. elevator scenes <laughs> in Metroid: Samus Returns, then you need to shop at DetroitBeardCollective.com. Trust me, people will look at your beard and not think I need to bleach my eyes out. They'll think I need to get my eyeballs closer and examine how great your beard looks. Get yourself a beard crate loaded up with all the essentials you need to take care of your facial hair. I'm talking about beard shampoos, beard elixirs, beard balms. Uh, go ahead and comb it out with a you know a nice wooden beard comb. You can get it all shipped to you, customized, everything you need to take care of your beard in a beard crate. Send it to your house. And guess what? Everyone here at Motor City Gaming wants to hook you up with a deal. We like saving you some money. So use the checkout code MCGAMING to save 20% on orders, $25 or more. That's the checkout code MCGAMING at DetroitBeardCollective.com. All right, and then before we get into the actual industry news, we have some local news that we want to focus on. And we did attend the Morelli 2017 Fall Retro Championship. He might call it something else, but that's what I'm calling it. Uh, the glitch uh, from our community throws. Um, it's a couple like a times. Retro, retro yeah, gaming it's tournament a retro a tournament, and it's a couple times a year. Uh, he he put he's put together this this amazing event. He opens his house for it, and you know, cool trophies, amazing food from his wife, and just it's an overall great time. But uh, this is our second time attending, and the second time Motor City Gaming brings home the gold. So um, we want to congratulate. Not Jazzy. Dang it! Sorry, sorry. We don't have a we don't have a repeat champ. Yeah, I didn't compete this time. But yes, you did. <laughs> but Chops from Legend of Retro yeah. is bringing home the gold trophy. He's uh, he's our champion and um, did did well. He did he uh, he get squeaked in as the eighth seed, the bottom seed of the knockout round, and found his way in the finals where he led. Nope, that's not the word I'm looking for. He followed his AI partner to a win in NBA hang time on the 64. It was hang time? Yep. Yeah. 
Oh, I thought it was like courtside or game break. No, it was courtside. It was courtside. NBA Showtime. Showtime. Okay. Yeah. I'd say if it was hang time, I'd be mad because I would have been in there just just draining threes with Scottie Pippen. Yeah. Well, you had to play. You had to play as the Pistons. Nice. And uh, everyone picked uh, Stackhouse and Hill. Of course. Well, what what Chops figured out a strategy. Right. He's a genius. Mm -hmm. He goes, you know what? Everyone's coming after me because I got the ball. So what I'll do is I'll get the ball. And then I'll wait for the AI to run down the court. I'll just pass it to him and let him do everything. And I have a photo of this that'll go up on, on social media. I haven't shared it yet because I wanted to talk about it on the show first. It is the stat line at the end of the game mm-hmm. that Jerry Stackhouse, his AI partner, had 35 points. Jerry Stackhouse! Chops playing Grant Hill had... 14. <laughs> That's solid. Yeah. And uh solid. and he, and yeah, and he, and he beats he beats uh Phil. Uh, Phil was in, in the finals. I don't know Phil, but congrats for getting second place. And uh yeah, we um we we mocked him a little bit, but he nonetheless, he won. He won uh the 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 first round of knockout. Was, I was top seed. Went in went in number 1, got got dethroned by Chops uh in some smash bros the second they oh, called, yeah, yeah. the you second they called that. smash bros i was like damn it like could i have gotten anyone else anyone else i would have had a chance to get out of that first round but uh he he whipped me pretty good i think he had three it's, we were playing five five uh live stock and i didn't think he had three lives left by the time i was done but uh would they, you call chops a real cinderella story yeah he was a cinderella story second bottom uh, to the top yeah second round was what, what the hell is the name of the game muscle Muscle it was uh, Muscle March. Muscle, muscle, muscle March. March, a game yeah. we have never seen uh, for the Wii, where you run on a rainbow as a half-naked wrestling man, and you use the Wii bodybuilder, bodybuilder, and you yeah. use the Wii and the nunchuck to form shapes like flexing, Flex shapes, of yeah. you know downwards or upwards, or like you know one arm up, one arm down, as you as this shadow in front of you busts through a wall, creating a shape that you have to run through. Kind of like holding the wall. Yeah, yeah, exa- exactly, yeah. holding the wall. So. Um, it was a blast to watch. Chops again gets through that round and gets into the finals. But uh, we want to give out a shout out to our fan that came along to the event. Button Masher Caleb came in. Hey, there he is as the seventh seed, just squeaking in against EA Spuds, another fan of the show that that came to the event as he and he was the number two seed. And he got knocked out at Smash Bros. as well against Caleb, who has never played Smash Brothers. Whoa, had, whoa. Had, what? Had, is that the reason I didn't see Spuds at work today? Yes. Did he, is oh, yeah, he okay? He's, he's very upset. Yeah. How yeah. did that happen? Very upset. But, EA Spuds? But. Sashin? All I know is that Craig WK, co-host of Legend of Retro, actually coached Caleb for eight minutes before the match oh, okay. with Mario. Greg and, knows his stuff. <laughs> and, 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 and and here's my thing. EA Spuds picked Samus, so I was all EA Spuds. I watched Caleb pull off a move that I, see, I watch pros do. Spuds charged up his blast to maximum a maximum blast, and in a split second, Caleb accidentally pulled his cape out, reflected the blast back into Samus, and blew him off the screen with his own move. It, it was beautiful, yeah. and it was this very reason why we nicknamed Caleb Button Master Caleb. You could hear the controller on the other side of the of the basement. It was just like... <laughs> no rhyme or reason what he was doing. 
and that happened. Is and, Caleb a prodigy? Yeah. Should should we start training Caleb to be our new Smash Phenom? Uh, maybe. I love maybe. me some Caleb, all right? He's my dude. <laughs> hey, EA Spuds comes in and says dreadful <laughs> yeah, moment. Yeah, I love Twitch. me some Caleb. I love me some Caleb. He, he's my dude. But I will say that it came down to, like, the last hit of their last life. And if I'm going to be fair... Spuds did walk off a life in the first three so seconds there is, of the match. There is some, there's a conspiracy. So he was coming from the back. There's a conspiracy oh. theory going on that three seconds into the match, right when they drop off their platforms, Spuds just off off the screen, gone. And we're like, what the hell was that? So right out the gate, he had four four lives, and I think uh. I think he was throwing the match. I think he was throwing the match. So do you think there was money? Do you think it was rigged? Do you think he was just trying to be kind? He well, that's just why it wasn't be at, good yeah. for button matches. I think, that's I think, why he wasn't at work today. Yeah. He was swimming in his pool of yeah. money. Oh, I think, you he know, probably doesn't have to come to work DMC anymore. DMC made that long trip up from like Ohio practically to get to this event, and, and you know he just wanted to make sure that he had a good finish, so he paid off some of the competitors, I think. Yeah, I that think makes there's sense. Some, yeah, we should definitely get an investigation got, open on this. He's got all that fat, I'm a family man with multiple kids yep. money. He yeah. did choke. He did choke. <laughs> Saying yeah. I was the champion last time and I could have easily won this one, but I didn't make the bracket tournament. Just saying, you tried to make the bracket tournament and you didn't make I it. I got paid off. You got ninth, it. you were yeah, one, nine, spot one spot out. out That's what I was the yeah. last time when Seven I went to the tournament points. in the spring. Yeah. I was like, Hey, I was can you lean out, out of the Can you lean that. out of the way for this shot though, real quick? Yeah. That I, oh, yeah, yep, yep. That's Jazzy mm. getting stepped on, trying Jazzy, to reach Jazzy, for my trophy. Yeah, Jazzy getting just stepped on with some with some middle fingers, uh, with the new champ towering over him, yeah. the better champ, the best champ. That was an awful moment. <laughs> All right, well, we want to thank we want to thank Tony, the glitch in our community, for putting on this event. We had a really good time, and uh, we know we can't wait for the next one. So, but uh, let's get into some industry news. I'm searching the web for the latest gaming news. Searching MotorCityGaming.com. Downloading headlines. What about this monster story of yours? Download complete. All right, so uh, we had some disgruntled patrons, or sorry, well, yeah, patrons. Some disgruntled patrons slash Discord members that our last Alpha, GameZilla Alpha show, was not, um, it just wasn't what they wanted. Massive Thank you. Critical damage. Uh, so we're going to make sure that we fit it into this show for that individual because no one else cares about this stuff, okay? I care. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm playing this up, man. Give, give me my space, okay? Yeah, man. No one yeah. cares about it's this. It's garbage. Yeah. Right? I mean, who Damn cares? Damn it, Deadite. Who cares about anything Nintendo does? Grimlock is a peacock. Mm. You gotta I, let him fly. I actually was thinking about selling my Switch to just buy Riot Points. Yeah, right? I mean, who wouldn't? Smart. I've done it three times already. <laughs> but... <laughs> No, in all seriousness, though, uh, Nintendo Direct happened last week, and we wanted to cover it on the news where it belongs here on the GameZilla podcast. So let's get into it. Nintendo held their Direct on the 13th of September and announced some things we expected, but also some very surprising moments happened here. Uh, Let's get started with the Mario Odyssey Switch bundle. Okay, so we've seen bundles like the Splatoon bundle. But this is our first uh, new bundle that we're going to get to see that uh, Mario Odyssey coming out in October along with dual Mario Red Joy-Cons and a Mario case all included in the box. Looks cool. If you're, if you're still in hunting for that Switch, and obviously I think most people are excited for Mario Odyssey, it's a, it's a bundle that uh, looks pretty nice. The, the red looks good. Um, and, and 
that's about it. It's a bundle. You know, it's going to be the same price as probably the other bundle. And yeah, looks good. Next up, we have Xenoblade Chronicles 2 is getting a release date. Uh, and that is coming out this year, December 1st. Uh, they showed some more gameplay of it. It looks phenomenal. The the game itself, I'm excited. It looks like it, that hardcore RPG game that the Switch needs. Now, and I'm not mocking Zelda, but I mean, like, this looks like that traditional large RPG or JRPG that is still somewhat missing from, from the Switch um, besides having that, that Zelda option. Um, then Skyrim getting, uh, getting its release date as well for the Switch, and that is coming out November 17th. So I know some people have not played Skyrim, which to me is mind-blowing. But Haven't played, not gonna. Yeah, but here's your chance. And um, this is the surprise. This was one of the, <laughs> I guess yeah, I will. Yeah. You're right. This was one of the surprise moments, though, of the Direct, and that was simply Bethesda, who was talking about Skyrim, said, we have more games that we're bringing. And we're like, what? Bethesda? What, are, what, are you, what other old games are you going to bring to the Switch? That's when they announced Doom. Oh, the new Doom. Shit. The Doom that we all been playing on PS4 and Xbox One or PC, wherever it is you enjoy it, is coming to the Switch. Along with the upcoming Wolfenstein 2, the new Colossus. Both announced for the Nintendo Switch. This was a shocker in the sense that I'm going to be honest with you, if these games can run on Switch, we very well should be seeing Overwatch. We very well should be seeing some of these other games because, and I, and, and they have come out and said, Doom might, Doom's not going to run at the same specs as the PS4 or yeah. the Xbox, but it's also not going to be a different game. It it's, is, like, it's like a middle of the road, yeah. so it'll run on specs in between a PS3 and PS4 and the Xbox 360 and Now here's Xbox the kicker, One. though. Doom is arriving for the this year's holiday. Doom is coming out holiday 2017, and then Wolfenstein 2 hits sometime in 2018, which obviously, again, the game's not even out yet, so makes sense. When this was announced, I literally had, like, a mouth open, like, because I, I played like an hour of Doom. It just, uh, I didn't have time for it when I, I checked it out from the library. And I was like, oh, this was kind of cool. I don't have time to continue playing this. Also, the TV I was playing on, it was all too dark. I had my complaints. But I think the Switch, is, I need something like this on the Switch. Yep. I think I'm going to love playing Doom on the go uh, or in bed. And, uh, and I, maybe I, being able to team up in multiplayer with your friends. Because yeah. we don't have a shooter that you can do that with. Wait, do we have a shooter? I'm just make mocking Splatoon 2 right now. That's all I'm doing. But this is going to be awesome. I this is going to be so cool. I'm not kidding. When they announced Doom, I went on my phone and was like, what is Splatoon 2's trading value? Because yeah. <laughs> I need Doom yeah. 2 now. Doom, I mean Doom now. Doom looks awesome. And, and the, this is the other sign that it's showing. Third-party support. I mean, like... Yeah, Bethesda is going hard. We're not, you know, we were all mocking Bethesda a little bit when they're like, we're going to bring Skyrim, a six-year-old game, over to the Switch. And we're like, yeah, that's cool. I'm, I'm not interested because I've, I've killed myself, burnt myself out permanently of Skyrim. You know, that's just me. My wife, if Nintendo had achievements, she'd probably play it again. But... Um, she still plays it, don't you? She's she's playing it right now, probably. Right now, as we're recording, she's probably <laughs> playing Skyrim. It's, it's the only game she plays. But, um... 
yeah, this is this is a surpriser. It, it's showing the support that some of these par- some of these companies are giving the Switch. Uh, it, it's very very good uh, very good news. So, uh, following that up was uh, Kirby's new game on the Switch is called Kirby Star Allies, and it will be um, and uh, and the 3DS Kirby Battle Royal release date both coming. Uh, or sorry, Kirby Star Allies is the name, but they didn't give us a release date. The 3DS game that is coming out, Kirby Battle Royal, uh, release date was announced as January 19th, so right after the new year. I know Al walked, Pokiel, who's a huge Kirby fan, walked in the room as that was playing, and she was like, when does this come out? And I was like, I don't know. And she like looked at me like really like stern, and she was like, it's not the answer I wanted. When does this come out? And I was like, I don't know, lady. I swear, I'll, I promise I'll buy it for you the day it comes out. Don't beat me up. Yeah, don't strike me. <laughs> I'll buy you Kirby. You can have the right. Switch. Don't beat me up. Uh, following that up was Nintendo announcing a Pokemon-themed new Nintendo 2DS XL. The red and white 2DS XL resembles a Pokeball, um, and it looks cool. It, it's a, it's a cool-looking, you know, the, the new 2DS XL, which is the, the uh, camshell style, um, is... It's sweet looking. And this one, if you're a Pokemon fan, I think it's super cool. The insides are red and black. The outside is the, the red and white with the, the black outline creating that Pokeball feel. Um, looks cool. Comes out in no- uh, comes out November 3rd. So uh, the other side of that is that Japan also got to, they got this one and they get a new Pikachu one, which is the face of Pikachu. Looks pretty cool. So, of course, they're always getting the cool stuff. But the... Um, after that, we saw Square Enix give more details on the Octopath Traveler, which is a project name right now. It's technically not the final name this game's going to be, but they they showed off this art style that was really cool. Another you know JRPG, but old school feeling, more like that um, you know Secret of Mana. Chrono Trigger style feel. This is going to get Brick Bitch back play, playing her Switch in no time. Yeah, I showed it. So this was the other cool thing is that the demo launched that day. So you could go download a pretty lengthy demo and you could play two characters. Uh, and this is an, it's an, it's an adult oriented game. Like the female character is a dancer and she gets treated like a dirty dancer and like called like a whore and, and like, and, and the, the F this is done by the developer of Bravely Default published by Square Enix and the effort they put into the um, uh, narration and everything. Every single character, if there's text, it's all read to you. Mm. And the voice acting is is actually impressive. Read to you, nice. you say. Yeah, <laughs> right. yeah exactly. Because we can't read, so this is good. <laughs> yeah, so... Um, release date hasn't been um, announced yet, but they, they showed some gameplay, which is the first thing, and then they released the demo. Uh, more to follow we'll, once we know more about the game. So, uh, Mario Party is making a novel return by the way of Mario Party, the top 100 for the 3DS, focusing on the mini games from past Mario Parties. The game has the top 100 true to do its name. So, if you're into Mario Party, you're getting some of the some of the best some of the best games out there. So I, I think if this game was nineteen ninety nine, I'd buy it to play it with the wife. But I don't think I'd pay the forty dollar price tag for it because we already have a Mario Party on three DS. Yeah. So, but uh, Minecraft continues its march forward. Uh, now available on three DS for the first time. So that's one more place that you can play Minecraft. It's available now. Like that was the other thing. It came out right at at the time. So, uh, a physical edition was announced, but it's coming at a later date. 
this is this is the next one I think this is where Jazzy comes yeah. in. Yeah. Nintendo also revealed its first MOBA on the Nintendo Switch. Tencent's Arena of Valor. The game previously launched on mobile and has 35 heroes and a slew of different modes. Free beta is coming to the Switch as well, but no firm date was announced yet. Um, it looks like League of Legends. It is. <laughs> yeah. it, it, it's League, <laughs> it's League on the Switch. Yeah. And fun, the fun fact about yeah, this company... That we, Tencent is a child company of Riot Games. Yep. So, oh, yeah. interesting. So you're actually excited Exc- about this. Yeah, thing. very okay, excited about this. Because yeah. I, saw, I saw this and I was like, I was like, oh, Jazzy's going to dog this game so hard for just being a League clone. <laughs> but if it's, you know, slightly affiliated with League in yeah. a way... Since, so. since Tencent's doing it, I'm super excited to see it. Plus, I just want to see if they do it right. Mm-hmm. Um, having a controller in hand and playing a MOBA went very horribly wrong with Paragon for me that I was like, this just isn't possible. Like, MOBAs need to be mouse and keyboard. So I'm excited to see how uh, Tencent does with the, like, a controller-based MOBA. Yeah. It looks... I'm, I'm very interested. I mean, anytime I can... Mi- play some more MOBA uh, where it's not League. Like, I like League, but I can't always be in front of my computer. Um, yeah, I'm all on board. And then, if, you know, th- there obviously was some more smaller announcements mixed in there, but we got we did get Pokemon Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon trailer update. We did see the, uh, the slightly strange arcade archives, Mar- uh, Mario Brothers, which is a Switch game that's going to have some of the old Nintendo arcade games all bundled together or sold individually for... It seemed like sold individually. Yeah. It seemed like they're going the route of... So so they were hyping up the never-before-released versions of some of these games that uh, were Nintendo's arcade games in the 80s. Um, so like Punch-Out. Punch-Out in the arcade is not the same game we got home. On the NES. I personally prefer the NES version of Punch-Out because the arcade version isn't that fun, but they're releasing it on Switch apparently. So I thought that was kind of a strange move, and it still, as a fan, has me going, but when can I play the Nintendo games? Like, when can I play the NES games? When when is the virtual console happening? Yeah, where is the VC at? And and things like this kind of concern me in the sense that, man, maybe it's not as close as we think, or maybe it's not happening. You know, so we're we're real super realistically looking at the first year of the system, no VC. Yep, absolutely. I, I, March will be here in no time. Yeah, unless something drastically changes at the Tokyo Game Show or something, I just can't see anything happening. That's that's the only place it's going to happen if if we're going to get an announcement. Mm-hmm. So. But uh, yeah, that that was the Nintendo Direct. The uh, link to the to the breakdown will be in our our download page for the podcast, right on MotorCityGaming.com. So uh, you can if you missed the hottest social media piece of this direct, though, I did. Yeah, and what was that? It's all over social media right now. What is it? Mario has nipples. Uh, that's true. You're right. That that uh, I'm just they showed, yeah, they it talk, was huge. They talked a lot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, one piece we didn't bring up, and it's obvious right now, is because it's, it's all Nintendo is pushing heavily is Mario Odyssey. They showed more Mar- Mario Odyssey gameplay, and they showed him running around like on a beach, shirtless, and he has nipples. And so then they started comparing and like, well, how come Link doesn't have nipples? And they would put the two together from the from you know Breath of the Wild and this new upcoming Mario game. And uh, yeah, there, there's a lot of people having fun. But you're very, yeah. you're very much. I've seen some great Grand Theft Auto Five mixes where they really gr- gr- like grunge up Mario and kind of make him look like he belongs in in <laughs> Grand Theft Auto Five. Yeah, but, like Street Gang. Yeah, um, yeah, people are having fun with that for sure. There, look at hey, see, yeah, right there. There we go. Right, have it on Twitch for live right now. Um, we're showing artificial nipples. Um, let's go over to the video di- director. Is this it's okay? Fine. It's fine. This That's is legit. Fine. 
So, so you're telling what me. What if that, I told you that my nipples were artificial? Because as long as it's in the video game, we're fine. So what you're telling me is that we can build an entire podcast of sex scenes that are in the video game and we're okay. Yeah. So just God of War. Just 3DS. I mean, um, Witcher. I mean, you're fine. Yeah. Witcher has nothing but. Kratos just slaying them. All right. Well, learn something new from the video director every day. Thanks, Cable. But yeah, this is the uh, the Nintendo coverage. We're gonna we're gonna slide over to uh, the fun the fun fact that also came out right around that same time as the direct is that the Switch has they have found something in the Switch OS coding. Have you heard about this? I did hear about this. The NES game Golf is hidden deep within the coding of the Switch OS. Every single Switch that's sold has the game Golf sitting buried dormant in your system. And the coding goes on to show that it has been tweaked where it has Joy-Con motion functionality. They've actually updated an NES game to gain some of the benefits of the new control schemes of our current gen system here by Nintendo, which has never been done before, and, and is, is how they're reporting it. Now, no one knows how to activate it. It, um, it, it got it, The reason why it got caught was because the code name for it is actually Frolf uh, uh, or whatever. Fog. Or, uh, yeah. yeah, whatever. Or golf backwards. So, Flog. Yeah. Um, yeah. Flog. Um, yeah. That's interesting because <laughs> it goes back to VC talk now. Like, is VC delayed because they're going? They're coming with VC 2.0, where you're going to get the original game and they're going to all be enhanced. I mean, we already know based on statements they've made, right, that they're trying to add online right. playability to these games. That's the reason this is taking so long. Is they are trying to give us these titles with with, mul- with multiplayer, multiplayer, and different modern yeah. advances, which. Partially, I'm like, okay, and, and partially, I'm like, I don't care. Just give me the game. Yeah, I'm, I'm 50-50 on it. There's certain games like, okay, let's just take, uh, let's just say Mario Kart 64 was coming. If you told me that that had online play plus, like, local play with friends or something like that, I'd be more intrigued than saying, oh, well, you could play golf with your friend online. Like, I'm not going to play golf with another person online. Or yeah. I'm not going to play, actually, I might. No, I wouldn't play Super Mario Brothers <laughs> online, you know, with another person. I'd yeah. rather just play couch co-op. Yeah, but I mean, bottom line though is that the fact that you can pick up a Joy-Con and swing it like a golf club on for an NES golf game is uh, it's interesting that they're they're going that extra step, you know, with these games. And this is just the the hidden, you know, proof of concept. Yeah, I guess. proof of concept. Well, you so, want to play golf with me? I'll play golf with you, Jazzy. Yeah. As so. long as I don't have to stick my head in a trash can. <laughs> <laughs> hey, rule, tournament rules, man. And then <laughs> our final bit of Nintendo Switch news is that it was the best-selling console of August 2017, outdoing Congrats, everyone. Congrats, Nintendo. That's right. The top-selling uh, system by the NDP group, Nintendo Switch, once again came out on top of the, of the console sales in the U.S. Switch has been on top of the console, uh, been top console in four of the six months of its availability. So it's it good. is Nintendo's dominating right now. Yeah. Those two um, months are probably the lull of them not being able to get enough out in time. Yeah. Uh, then just some fun facts here. Just let, you know, We got the top 10 best-selling games by revenue for August 2017 in Madden taking the number one spot. Grand Theft Auto V sitting at number two. Uncharted, The Lost Legacy at number three. Splatoon Wait, 2. What? I'm sorry, I said Splatoon 2 at number four. 
No, that's not what you said. Oh, okay. Did I, the Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, number five. Tom Clancy's Rainbow you, Six Siege at number six. You're skipping a game. Mario Kart 8 at number seven. <laughs> Call of Duty Modern Warfare Remastered, number eight. Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy at number nine. And sliding in at number ten, Overwatch. But what was that game at the top? The top was uh, Madden. What was the one after that? Grand Theft Auto. And the one after that? Splatoon 2. I don't believe that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was Uncharted The Lost Legacy. Yes. Number three, bronze. 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 Did you hear about that big wig leaving Naughty Dog last week? Yeah. I'm okay with it, though. I'm okay with it. Okay. He was he, His statement that he put out on his blog saying that, you know, he's just, with all the projects he's been doing, he's just been overworked and he's tired, and it's just making him pursue something else. Okay. I'm okay. He was he was a director of Uncharted Four and yeah. uh, Last of Us and The Last of Us, yeah. but I feel it's it's not even us. They can do nothing. They can do no wrong. Yeah, you wait. All right. Well, moving on to uh, no moving on away from Nintendo to some other news in the uh, industry. Some of the best news that we've uh, heard uh, probably in months. Gearbox confirms Battleborn's next update will be its last. No. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Oh, that's right. Why? This is the greatest news we've ever given. Let's give a moment here for Battleborn. Moment of silence for Battleborn. Never stood a chance. Why? <laughs> why? Why did you have to die so young, Battleborn? <laughs> Battleborn will not receive any future content. Beyond an update coming this fall. As of this week, there will be no more battle plans, and there is currently no planned content after the fall update, creative director Randy Vernell said in a post on the Gearbox forums. Oh, also, this just in. Jazzy will be ripping the Battleborn poster off the studio wall as soon as this happens. No, you can't. It needs to be a memorial to my love. The fall update will include minor balance changes as well as a number of Borderland-themed character skins, including the likes of Claptrap and Zero. Vornell also spoke to the future of Battleborn and the status of its online servers, assuring fans that Battleborn is here to stay, nothing is changing with Battleborn, and the servers will be up and active for for the foreseeable future. Can I just say that was the best <laughs> skit our video director has ever done as well. <laughs> <laughs> In light of this news, Varnell will be shifting focus to play a significant role on a highly anticipated but unannounced game. It's called Borderlands, everybody. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> uh, Newsflash. Like yeah. a phoenix rising from the ashes of Battleborn <laughs> shall Cable's be Borderlands. Cable's, Cable's killing with these picks Given right Gearbox CEO Randy Pitchford's tease at PAX West, the unannounced game is most uh, certainly Borderlands 3. Colonial uh, Marines so yeah. 2. So just, just so everyone's aware, Battleborn went free to play earlier this year, allowing players to experience the hero shooters multiplayer mode with a rotating weekly roster, free weekly roster. For our thoughts on the uh, game, you can go back and listen to some of the old podcasts. I can just tell you real quick, it wasn't good. The GOAT. In other words, <laughs> that game's bad. And uh, I could barely play. I 
for, oh, man, it's tough when you pick up a game and it has the comedy of like what board like you're like, yeah, I see it there, gearbox, but like there's a lot of shit on it and like I don't want to step in it. But I see it over there. But I just can't I can't do it. Like that's what it that's what Battleborn was. It was like you played it and you were like you forced yourself. You were like, just one more level, maybe it'll turn around. Just one more level. Maybe maybe it's just a rough start. Just one more level. Oh my god, I, I, I can't do this. And then you, and then you go. Oh on the, shit! You didn't play three levels. <laughs> I tried. I tried. I did make it to chapter three, and that is where I stopped. And then I played online, and I did not play online very long. The the multiplayer of this game is so bad. I'm just throwing so this out bad. there. Uh, uh, Can Huffer Challenge doesn't sound so bad now, does it? <laughs> yes, it does. Still, <laughs> yes, it does. Yeah, I think I'd rather play Battleborn than hundred percent. I would play Battleborn, or I'd me. play Battleborn Round Two, aka Brink. They could re-release it and merge the two together, and I'd play it. Ooh, Battle Brink, Battle Brink. Oh, I'm next. gonna miss you, Battleborn. That's right. Next topic: Stay Golden, Battleborn. <laughs> <laughs> Next topic, Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite adds their or announces their last DLC before release here. So, um, moving on, moving on to its re- upcoming release date, they have come out and said the remaining four DLC fighters uh, joining the lineup will be Venom, okay, Winter Soldier, okay, Black Widow, okay, and get ready, Monster Hunter. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, okay. But, uh, yeah, so that's, that's your last four that will be coming uh, as a DLC. Uh, it'll be joining the, the likes of uh, an, an ever-growing list of characters that they've announced so far, including Iron Man, Hulk, Thanos, Chun-Li, Dante, Spider-Man, Frank West, Nemesis, Rocket Raccoon, Mega Man X, Zero, Doctor Strange, and, and more than that, I can't even name them all. So, But uh, the game comes out uh, September, is it 19th? Yeah, September 19th. And uh, the early reviews are in. They said Capcom has made another great fighting game. It's just a shame how it visually looks. And I can't agree more. I think visually it's not appealing, but if the mechanics are there, I'm a, I'm a Marvel vs. Capcom fan. I'm sure I can, can get by the somewhat... Don't don't look at that. Oh man, I just can't. It's so bad. I just can't do it. I mean, have we seen Dragon Ball Fighter Z or whatever? Like, have we seen man. every what? other fighting game? That's what come out made their decision the to years? like it looks like reboot from the nineties on UPN or whatever? Man, like it just looks. Hey, that was a good show. But it's a step above Beast Wars. Can we at least agree with that? No, I can't. <laughs> yes, you can. No. When was the last time you watched Beast Wars? Yesterday. You I know? have it on Blu-ray. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's DVD at best. Don't lie. No, I have it on Blu-ray. Go upstairs and get it. We'll all wait. No. I, I, have I will it go on, get it right I now. Have, I have Beast Wars, and I have Beast Wars Transmetals. Okay? How on would Blu-ray. I lie about this when Transmetals was terrible? Okay? I but loved Beast Wars. You're telling me that Beast Wars was put on Blu-ray. I mean, it was put on Blu-ray. I never said it was enhanced to look better. Oh, okay, okay. It's just they put it on a Blu-ray disc so they could charge more money, and okay. I bought it. <laughs> Man, I love Beast Wars. Listen, though. I own Beast Wars. That's all I'm saying, okay? I bought you all those Beast Wars for, uh, I, yeah. for Christmas. I know. I sleep with them. I mean, play with them. I mean... Put them on display as an adult, would They're you? Tub toys. <laughs> <laughs> tub toys. Oh god! <laughs> Only my cheetor. <laughs> uh, 
Okay, next topic here. Friday the 13th. Actually, you know what? Back it up to Marvel's Capcom. What do you think of this? Like, what are your thoughts? The game's the, the, this is the next big fighting game that's going to be hitting. It's obviously a main market game in in the professional scene uh, across the tournaments and obviously just you know home online. People love this series. So, what do you think? Just days before the the launch of this game of this fighting game. Like I said, I played the the story mode beta that they released, and I didn't find it fun enough to finish playing the beta. That's rough. So I, I'm I'm not going to buy it. And I, again, I I said this last week on the podcast. My interest in Capcom based fighting games is almost unexistent in 2017. I would rather play Tekken. I would rather branch into trying something new like King of Fighters. You we all know Injustice. Yeah, we all know I'm a Netherrealm fan, so yeah. I love you know playing Injustice and uh, and Mortal Kombat. But the actual appeal of playing a Capcom fighter is so low to me right now. And there's not one thing I've seen looking at this game in recent weeks to go, man, I'd really like to play this. If you bought the game. And I was here before the show, and you're like, want to play some Marvel vs. Capcom? I'd say absolutely. You want to play it for the pre-show? I'd, I'd absolutely play it. I'm not going to pay $60 for it at all. Right. It'll, prob- it'll probably uh, probably actually show up in the pre-show because I probably will pick it up. So. If, if it's 15 20 bucks someday, yeah, maybe I'll pick it up to have it, but it, it won't be getting bought anytime soon because my interest level is low. It's yeah. going to be a Black Friday purchase for me, 30 bucks. Yeah. I have no interest in this at all. And I, I'm and not K- buying Cable, you're it a bit, you, you love Capcom fights. Oh, I love Capcom. Marvel vs. Capcom 2. Greatest game of all time. Uh, that's my favorite, yeah. All right. Well, uh, let's, uh, we'll see what happens on the 19th and get some, get some more uh, hands-on review for it. But right now, it's, yeah, it's just kind of lackluster. It's kind of like, yeah, I'm going to pick it up, but I'm not excited. There's not even anything about the roster that excites me. Yeah. Like nothing about the game does anything for me. I mean, yeah. if Cable was back in it, then uh, it'd be a different. Well, we and that's—I mean, you and I have this problem where we're—we we both love the X Men side of that r- world, and and they ripped it out of there, you yeah. know, and because because of licensing issues. But stupid ass Fox. Yeah, it just—it's frustrating, you know. When I'm a huge Wolverine fan, I enjoyed Cable. Magneto was always fun to play in that, and they're all gone. Storm too. My, Storm was my squad was always Gambit. Gone. Spider Man, Mega Man. Yeah, I only got two of those. Cable, Captain Commando, and Akuma. Yep. So, all right. Well, uh, let's move on here. Next topic is Friday the 13th developer reveals DLC roadmap and provides an update on plans for a single player mode being added to the game. So, uh, Friday the 13th, the game made by Gun Media and Ilphonic, uh, has had a lot of success but also ran into a lot of bugs and and disappointed some people it's still a popular game people are enjoying it but you know they want to see improvements and so i think the developers done a good job here by having fun with it too and releasing a legitimate on their on their well, website they released a legitimate like camp flyer hmm. that has a little path that shows where like the few steps and then like you are here and then a road of what's coming up. And they, they do some things here without giving dates. There's like a little pumpkin and a little snowflake to symbolize like Halloween. So before Halloween, you're going to receive a free emote pack. Spring, uh, spring Break 1984 clothing pack. Part 4 Jason. Uh, the Jarvis house map. New counselors. New kills. And new clothing. That's all it's supposed to hit before Halloween. Before Christmas, we're supposed to see Virtual Cabin 2.0, offline um, bots so you can practice, the SP Challenges demo, 
new counselors again and a new an entire new map added. And then after Christmas, we're going to get a new Jason, uh, new clothing, new game modes, single-player challenges, another new Jason, and another new map. All of this is coming uh, in the next several months. So uh, on the game's official forum, a large the large roadmap was revealed uh, to show the path of the DLC. While there are no set dates at the, at this time, you can you can uh, like I said, you can look forward to seeing what's what's going to be happening. This was teased. The developer teased that they were working on stuff back in August, but now we're actually getting to see some of it, though. Um, there also is an update to the progress on fixing bugs and rolling out content onto the Xbox servers, with the developers explaining that Microsoft's strict process make it the slowest platform when it comes to developing updates. So the future of the single player was also discussed, which has been delayed from its summer release due to working on fixes on the core game. Uh, now that stability issues have been addressed, the developers are assigning resources back to working on the feature, uh, including hiring additional staff. So it is cool to see a game that you know had some success right out the gate and then was plagued by bugs that sometimes would kill a game like this from a smaller developer, um, and they're they're sticking with it and they're really trying to uh, you know fix it and and keep their fans. So. I'm uh, I'm on board. I, I know we have uh, some some f- fans in the in the Discord that enjoy this game a lot, and you know it's something that I plan to play. I was just trying to wait for them to clean it up a little bit. And it sounds like the the major issues have been cleaned up, unless you're unfortunately playing on Xbox, which you got a little bit more of a wait, and then you'll be good. So yeah, when there's a opening in our game schedule for a month, <laughs> we should all buy this game. I've been wanting to play yeah. it, but it's just none Not of us it. have had the time yeah. for it. Uh, just so I'm you know. Fine. Yeah, uh, the game the game sold over 1.8 million copies, uh, and it doesn't have a physical release yet. So 1.8 million digitally, and it has a phys- physical release set for October. Perfect timing. Uh, the success is in due part to the developers backing up their promise from earlier this year, stating that they hadn't abandoned this game despite fan fears, and they're proving it. They're 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 doing the work, and I'm I'm on board. I'm gonna be I'll be that person that buys into this game uh, late. And, and and still uh, has some faith in it. So, all right, I'm getting thirsty. Hand me that trash beer. Let me try it again. Trash beer, sure. <sighs> it's probably like warmish now too. Yeah. yeah. I apologize <clears throat> that you have to drink that. He's going. I was trying to keep it away from my tongue. <laughs> it's not so bad. It's not so bad if you can drink it and minimize the contact it has with your tongue. All right, next topic here, close to Cable 2KX's <laughs> heart. Call of Duty World War II Zombies Mode got some details. Uh, in a PlayStation blog interview with John Horsley, the lead uh, for Call of Duty World War II Zombie Mode, to find out what fans can expect from the new iteration of the popular cooperation mode. According to... Horsley, the new zombie mode will deliver more of the tried-and-true four-player competitive gunplay against waves of, waves of Nazi zombies that fans have come to know and love. He also echoed the studio's prior claim that Sledgehammer is aiming to make this the scariest zombie mode yet. Uh, his actual quote here is, The approach is, of course, rooted in the studio's horror background, so it was a lot of fun to develop the new experience. Our goal was to make this the most terrifying zombie experience we've ever created, Horsley said. For those who don't know, 
The founding members of Sledgehammer were behind Visceral Games horror game Dead Space. Oh. So, yep. So it's Nazi zombies, eh? Yeah. <laughs> you think PewDiePie wishes he could play on their side? Oh, <laughs> oh damn. <laughs> Don't worry, he's just an idiot. That's that's uh, that was that was his apology right after we flamed him. He must have listened to our show and was like, damn, we gotta I gotta apologize. Yeah. You realize he almost did it again. <laughs> did he? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's a because uh, he is an I mean, he's not wrong. He's an idiot, but he's also, you know an idiot. A, a piece of garbage. The next live stream, he was about to make a I guess he's trying to make light of it by saying another popular streamer's version of that word. Oh god. And Steve, why just work. apologize and, and move on. Yeah. It, it was just bad. Horsley also offered a few details about the setting and plot, confirming the mode will be set in Bavarian Village in Germany towards the end of World War II. Players can explore sewers, laboratories, and tombs in the area as different types of enemies like flaming and running zombies will create greater challenges. The environments aren't just for show either, with Horsley noting that some structures and machines, such as the saw blades seen in the reveal trailer, can be used against the enemies. So... Uh, it, I'm not a Call of Duty fan, but this mode is fun. Like I, this mm-hmm. is this is the one mode I've enjoyed throughout the generations that that it's existed. But um, you know, I know a lot of people are excited for this game, and they're going to be excited for zombie mode. Did I tell you the the version of zombies that I played the most of on the Wii? I I had a version of Call of Duty. What version was it? Let's call it. What was the first one they went back and back? Oh, God. Um, I'm already heard. World at War. Call of Duty World at War Zombies on my iPod Touch second generation. (laughs) Why do you play these bad games? (laughs) I have no words for you. Uh, I had the the free version for you. I had the free version. (laughs) I went ham playing it for like a month. No words for you. Oh man! Speaking, I'm gonna charge that iPod up and bring it for the show next week. Speaking of games that we just cannot. Jesse stop. looks so disappointed. He will stop looking at me and looking away when I make eye contact with him. <laughs> you know what he looks like? You know what Jesse looks like right now? It was, awful. He looks like BMC's face at halftime at the tournament. Oh man, that was price. By the way, BMC choked. And lost third place. He should have had it. He was dominating, and he lost. And at, at halftime, the opponent shot a three pointer from behind half from court. his from his free free throw Oof. line, and it went in. And uh, BMC's face was it was priceless. I, I I wish someone for some reason was just ready to take a photo. But I'm gonna try to reenact it the best I can right now. <laughs> Imagine we're all start, yeah. Except it was more like no, it, was, it, was more it was more upset. And and he just was like at the screen, turns to look at cable. It was like it was almost like he needed cables just reaction. He turns, <laughs> leans across his opponent, and just is like, <laughs> it was like a what the fuck kind of face. Yeah, like, did you just really piss in my Cheerios? Yeah, kind yeah of it was a hundred percent that. <laughs> yeah, and of course, of course, the host of the event is uh, is in the. Uh, He's he's in the Twitch chat right now saying he didn't choke he got boned he also choked he he was he fell apart man he fell apart just didn't have it yeah needed the AI assistance yeah he said so, that's my cousin yep all right so um next topic though is a game that we just can't seem to stop talking about 
Player Unknown Battlegrounds passes Dota 2 with record-breaking player count on Steam. So let's let's confirm let's let's make this make sense for us. We did talk about that there was like a brief moment where concurrent players Player Unknown Battlegrounds was number 1. What it's hap- what it's done now is shattered the record books. So a whopping 1,349,584 concurrent players now set now holds the record for player unknown battlegrounds over Dota 2's prior record of 1,291,328 a significant increase over that and is number 1 in the record books now on Steam as the the most the highest ever in concurrent players again we knew this was coming we saw the signs of the, the little blips of the of the current wasn't breaking the record, but it was. But the current players on Steam, it was it was uh, number one for a brief moment, and now it just. I almost wonder if those articles coming out and saying that it was there, if it pushed, if it pushed PUBG players to try to get that rec- hold that record, you know. So, but you know, congrats, congrats to them. they the success keeps on rolling. And they just ban one of the most popular streamers for their game. <laughs> Yeah, they've been ban- they've been banning a lot of people. It's uh, you know if you're if you're cheating or you're doing something that's technically outside of their rule book, the, you know be ready, Just be ready. They're not they're not afraid right now, and, they, and I guess right now they got the success. They shouldn't be afraid. Exactly. Oh wow. Yeah, they've been um, C9 Stroud. Well, he's retired from uh, C uh, Counter Strike. Um, he's full time streamer, and he got banned for teaming because a stream sniper that always ends up in his games. They didn't ban the stream sniper. They banned Stroud. Because he gave him a gun and told him to go kill people. Uh, oh, jeez. <sighs> so I did a quick search to see what the difference would be to Riot's League. Yeah. <laughs> Take a guess of the concurrent players in... I don't need to. I, it, it, I, can't, even, I can't even fathom what it is. 11.5 million. <laughs> well, that's why League is its own beast, man. It's its own thing. And it's, I didn't, it's I didn't, pretty wild. It would never I knew it would be higher two. than that, but like the, di- I didn't think the swing would be that different, especially from like Dota two. Like, oh, it's yeah. It's, I don't know a single Dota, human being that plays Dota two. Dota two might have those big like prize purse, but mm-hmm. it's all it's all funnel. It's all force pushed, right? It's like it, it's not when you th- when you hear league and you hear four million dollars is going to the champ um, because of the fan base buying skins. Dota two might have this big purse for a prize, but it's 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 generated from outside source. It's 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 almost I don't want to call it fabricated, but it's not the same way. It doesn't generate the same way League does. Right. League League just generates money like nonstop. <laughs> it's crazy. But um, I mean, when you think of eleven concurrent, and it's and it's you know I, I forget the last time we covered League as far as like active accounts it was something like 40 million like i forgot how many million accounts yeah it was more than this is 11.5 monthly concurrent yeah so i mean you think of you think of the overall accounts versus the concurrent it's it's there's there's a big difference there but it's still very healthy i'm not saying it's not healthy it's just it goes to show you you know the amount of accounts that aren't active all at the same time right you know it's the same thing that we've talked about with apple when 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 uh Pokemon Go came out and the amount of downloads versus the amount of people that were actually using the app. Like, it's a success story. Even though you look at this, like, number that's so different, 
Um, you know, eleven eleven point two active. I mean, has was Wow? Did Wow ever achieve wow, that? Wow was up at that point. It, at, yeah. at its peak, it was it, at its peak. It was right right yeah. around that somewhere between ten and thirteen million. Yeah. Did we so. ever find out the numbers between Mario Run? Like how many people actually downloaded and actually paid the ten dollars afterwards? I don't know. If they, I honestly don't know if they ever actually gave us the. They don't like. Why would they publish that information? How mad would you have been if Nintendo just put out like a Metroid runner instead of putting out Samus Returns? <laughs> Metroid run. <laughs> I'd be playing it on my iPad Touch, though. Don't you worry. Along with my my zombies and Angry Birds, <laughs> the, the real greatest game of all times. What else did I have on there? I had. Uh, Tower Madness Zero, which is a game where you have to keep uh, aliens from stealing sheep. I actually still have that on my Android phone. Um, uh, Moving on, next topic. <laughs> we had a, uh, a slight leak come out be, um, coming up to the Tokyo Game Show, and that is that Dragon Crown, Dragon's Crown, which first released on the PS3 and the Vita back in 2013, looks like there is a potential pro version coming to the PS4. So... Uh, <laughs> You drink that beer. You called for it. Oh, it's so bad. It's making me sick. <laughs> you drink it. <laughs> it's making me sick. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know what? If you drink this and then you get sick and have to go puke, you won't be puking up all that shit you're telling us you're playing on your yeah. iPad. It was an iPod Touch second generation. And Grim, this is giving me a tummy ache. <laughs> I'm going to stop. <laughs> so, yeah, the uh, Atlas, this leak came out upcom- um, coming up to the Tokyo Game Show 2017 live stream on September 24th, reportedly featuring a banner to pre order a PS4 version of Dragon's Crown titled Dragon's Crown Pro. Um, according to Kotaku, banner reads PS4 Dragon's Crown Pro and pre-orders for limited edition version begin. The banner, which was discovered on a mobile version of the stream's page, has since been taken down, suggesting that PS4 port was leaked ahead of the announcement that's coming up. I remember when you guys were really into Dragon. This Crown. game is great. This so game if, was fun. Yeah, this game is so much fun. Four-player co-op, uh, all hand-style draw, like drawn art, drawn out art. It is a it is a fun game. It's got um, a, a good sense of of comedy to it, but it also just it, it gives you that feel of old school, you know, um, couch co-op games. But uh, if it came out on the PS4, I would be all all on board to play through this again with with some with some other people. You forgot it's, one I mean, feature though. The boobies. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, obviously, I want to be the archer though. The the <laughs> physics, yeah, the physics of this oh, game were uh, there. Yeah, were impressive. They were impressive. So. But um, yeah, Braden's gonna be on board. Yeah, it's yeah, Bra- allegedly invalid. Invalid will allegedly be. He may already have it pre-ordered somehow. I don't know. I wonder how many kids jerked it to that witch. Okay. What happened to be kids, Gable? Shit, man! Why did it for the children? Why did it have to be how many kids did? Why couldn't you say because dudes? this was? For- <laughs> why couldn't you say dudes? Because it became a, a free game with gold. So I know a couple of kids. <laughs> Oh my oh, god! Man. Oh my man, god! You, you did not have to say kids. this. Is getting out of control here. So, all right. Well, um, next news. Yeah, we're hoping we're hoping that this is a, a true rumor, and I'm I'm excited for the game. It's a lot, it was a lot of fun. All right. Um, closing it out. Destiny Two. Bungie officially comes out and confirms that the Curse of Osiris DLC is indeed real. Oh, I, 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 I was gonna. I was oh. going to, and then I decided against it. So oh, keep going. Fair enough. Bungie. So Bungie's confirmed it. Uh, um, Curse of Osiris is not a leak. It's real. 
Um, so it is a leak. I mean, you could, it still was a leak. Like, it still got yeah. leaked out. The leak is real now. Yeah. So, um, but Bungie marketing director Eric Osborne said in a post on Twitter, uh, <laughs> reports of the curse of Osiris surfaced last month, claiming a DLC pack will center around Osiris and feature a new patrol zone. While Bungie has yet to announce a release date, Curse of Osiris will reportedly launch sometime in de- this December. So, uh, this all started because of the Xbox Store listing that... Um, that leaked that kind of got posted and uh, in it there was the uh, description of Curse of Osiris will feature all new story missions and adventures set in a new destination Mercury the content will allegedly feature new weapons and armor as well as a new co-op activities and new multiplayer arenas for competitive play so. and we'll all be playing Star Wars by then so we'll <laughs> see <laughs> Destiny 2 damn yes sir so. man what if Battlefront 2 is the next Battleborn and breaks my heart. Man, it can't. It can't. Like, they can't do that. It's almost impossible to make that happen unless you're gearbox. My heart's very fragile. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Um, Well, that was our attack on the news for these topics and much more. You want to visit MotorCityGaming.com and continue the conversation in our Discord community. Just head on over to MotorCityGaming.com right on the homepage. You can click that button that says join the MCG Discord. It's free. Talk with gamers from around the world every day. Exclamation <sighs> point. Discord in the chat. Yeah, if you're here right now, that's all you got to do. Do it. All right, well, I think that's it, right? We're just done. Nothing else? No, we have eSports, man. Oh, yeah. that's right. That's right. Welcome to Summoner's Rift. So this is a little bit risky. Oh my god, Frybrook, are you kidding me? Ambition steals the Elder Dragon. Oh, let's break it. Damn! News break, Jazzy is not the champ anymore. Esports is over. Okay, let's move on. What? <laughs> Jazzy. What does that even mean? True or false? No, I'll ask Grim. Because your opinion is not important here. True or false? <laughs> Jazzy would have retained his championship had he wore his Immortals jersey. Fact. Yep. Cool. You know Factual what he wore instead? My TSM jersey. He did. The loser. Yeah. Loser. Yep. yep. Should have definitely wore the Immortals <laughs> jersey. Rep, Man. Rep the real squad. That's right. Real squad. Looking good. Life. <laughs> Looking good. <laughs> All right. Well, let me break down some esports news this week. First story is that the championship ass skin for League of Legends is live right now. I gotta go. You can go to the Riot store, purchase it from there, and uh, a little uh, tidbit is that a quarter of the sales for that championship skin is going to go to charity, while another quarter is going to go directly into the prize pool for championships. Keep going. So you can go now, pick it up. And then, obviously, they're going to take half of that um, money and give it to charity slash the prize pool for the world champions. That's awesome. Yeah. So, a little bit different than it did last year because it all dumped into prize pool. So, you know, congrats, Riot, for basically taking that and uh, dumping uh, a bunch of that money into charity. Because Grim's I believe literally we'll... logging on now to buy yeah. it. <laughs> he, he no, is. I'm not. I'm, I'm <laughs> updating is. the doc. What are you talking yeah. about? Where's it at? Where's I, believe, it at? I believe last year there was, like, Almost two million dollars in the championship Zed's skin sales, so it's a lot of money. Where's it? Where's it? I had to update first. <laughs> I had to update. Cable, I'm looking at it right now. It's beautiful. <laughs> All right, over in the electronic sports league. Bought it. 
It's mine now. <laughs> I own it. Over in the Electronic Sports League, the one tournament in New York for CSGO was a devastating upset for the hometown heroes of Liquid as Fozzie's no, destroys Liquid. them. Oh, man. So uh, sorry, our boy Sci-Fi AJ, who has hopped on the Team Liquid train, but uh, Liquid uh, kind of got spanked really bad by uh, Fozzie's in the CSGO tournament this past weekend. Damn it. Liquid just falling apart. <laughs> yeah. Swing it back to some league news. The LCK veteran Expression, who is the top laner for the Longju Gaming team that is going into Worlds as a first pool uh, seed, uh, retires at the age of 25. Young. He just says, I've done enough, had enough, and it's time for me to walk away. I mean, it doesn't surprise me that some of these players are, are jumping out at this age because it's a very important time in, some, in an individual's life, right? Right. And the amount of dedication that you have to put into being the 1%, the top 1% in a game mm-hmm. so that you can even be a pro is insane. It's almost like I would like to compare it to being like a pro ath- you know, athlete in a traditional sport. Because it's almost like <laughs> there's an off-season for those guys. And yeah, they still got to go to the gym, and they still got to stay in shape, and they got to watch what they eat. But you know what? They also go on vacation, and they also have a family, and they also sometimes have a life. Yeah. In esports, you don't really get that. So he's been playing in the league for 25 uh, for Oh, sorry, he's 25, 25 years. For five years. That's impressive. For, yeah. In the womb. Please. In the womb, man. <laughs> I mean, that's how they do it over I in Korea. That's why they're too. so good. <laughs> He's been playing for five years, so that's age 20 to 25. So, and like you said, it's a very important, you know, area of time in a person's life. But you have to realize that these guys are practicing 14 hours a day, six to seven days a week, depending on the team or the squad. And then on top of that, with with not all actual gameplay practice, but they're doing like team workouts so that they can actually stay in shape. So they're not sitting down in a chair all day just practicing these games. They actually have team psychiatrists now that you can make sure that you're in a good mental state as well as physical state because you just play video games all day. So yeah, they basically don't have a life because for 14 to 16 hours a day, they just are can basically practicing and or putting themselves into some sort of mental or physical state. Yeah, I watched I play. watched a um it was like a MTV Cribs like like knockoff where uh, Team Echo Fox made a video of their game house. Mm-hmm. And it was for League of Legends. So and they they brought you into the house and they showed you the house, right? And the house is like gutted and just like lined with computers and, and but the the thing that was crazy is that they don't leave that house Unless they're going to like Riot Games or they're going to Worlds or whatever, right? They 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 wake up, they they train, then they go sit on the couch and they watch what they just played because they capture everything that they play and then they and they study it. Then they go over to the kitchen where their food is prefab made and delivered to the house based off not what they want necessarily, but what is what the diet is that they want these p- players on. Mm-hmm. And so every day it's a different dish, but it's pre-selected and delivered to the house. So they don't have to go out to eat. 
It it was like then they take you up to the room. The rooms are like bare yeah. and like, it's and like, like here's my closet. And, yep. It's like jersey, 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 jersey. One nice outfit and like one like you know leisure outfit. And I'm like, wow, this is like this is their life. Like they sit down and they just play and play and study and play. It it's nuts. Mm-hmm. So that's why a lot of teams actually uh, push to try to not only be the best to win. But a lot of them like to push because when they get to go out of town to these championships and stuff like that, that's when they get to go out. So that's when like right. the team trainers and and uh, managers and stuff like that will actually take them out to dinner, and they're not just literally getting food delivered to the house. So, on another note, the Street Fighter Evo Championship 2017 happened this past weekend, and Taquito Taquitos wins I like the taquitos. Brooklyn bre- Beatdown. I like taco taquitos. Yeah, Seven Eleven. Seven Eleven. Oh, you're talking about the player. I'm talking about the player Taquito from Echo Fox. Um, he likes does taquitos, he like taquitos, too. I mean, it doesn't really say, but I'm sure he probably does. But uh, it was another sm- <laughs> it was another smashing. He beats. Uh, Jen's like, can you please Fudo. let me the f- just let me finish? God, right. fucking damn it! God. Do I interrupt Grim and Ethan in their segments as much? Well, no. Ethan doesn't have a segment. He talks about trash. <laughs> <iPod> touch games. <laughs> My segment is called Ruin Every Show. <laughs> um, he was playing uh, Fudo and 3 owed him, so t- easily takes home the Street Fighter Championship at Evo for Team Echo Fox this past weekend. Nice. And then I have to uh, give a shout-out to... Uh, Sci-Fi AJ, who's going to like this news because the Injustice 2 tournament also happened this weekend. And the big news here is that the player Sonic Fox, who has been a first or second place winner for like every tournament in the past three years, falls in the top eight. Doesn't even make trophy participation in gold, silver, or bronze. So he falls out in top eight, which is a huge deal. But then Ryan Dragon Walker ends up taking home the prize for Team Echo Fox, I believe, as well. Yeah, Echo Fox has been. So their fight scene is strong. Absolutely. So congratulations, Mr. Ryan Walker, for uh, killing some Injustice 2. He uh, played a solid Aquaman and... Um, he was playing against Tim Honeybee Common Commandeer, I guess. We just call, him, we just call him Honeybee. Here. Honeybee. We Honeybee yeah. was putting Honey, work on Flash, uh, yeah. right? He yeah. was putting some work on Flash. He uh, ended up, it was Aquaman, Aquaman in the first round, and uh, uh, Dragon's Aquaman was just far superior. So then Honeybee switched over to Flash, ended up being able to take some rounds on him, but ended up a close match this time. It, it wasn't a blowout for, <laughs> like all of the other ones. And uh, Dragon ends up winning uh, 3-2. So came down to the wire, and uh, congratulations to uh, Echo Fox. Yeah, Echo Fox is killing it with the, uh, the in the fighting genre. All right, well, anything else? No, I have some big news. I, I now own the championship Ash skin. I also bought my emotes for Cloud9, Immortals, and TSM, along with the world emote that I wanted. So I want to thank Jazzy for all the points that he bought me for my birthday because that literally cost me nothing, and I appreciate it. Hey, no problem, bud. No problem. 
Now we need to get off here so I go play with this skin, okay? I, I need to see this championship ass <laughs> don't, skin. Don't say play with the skin. I need to play <laughs> with the skin. What don't you get? What don't you understand here? I'm going to play with it. I'm going to play with it well. Long. It's going to be my favorite. Well, that's all I have for the world of esports like this it's sloppy. week. If I'm you want to hear more about the world's championship that's coming up, listen to the previous episode of GameZilla Alpha, where we had the perfect topic of the show, which was the best topic ever. Worlds 2017. The we dive deep into what the League of Legends World Tournament is. How good of a draw did Immortals get? Not, the best ever. Not, not horrible. They they didn't get the best draw out of the NA teams, okay. but they definitely didn't get the worst draw. You need to listen to the podcast from from the Games of Alpha to find out why TSM is going to potentially win North, the, the first Worlds for North America. They, they have a very... Good shot. Just like BMC paying off certain people, Mm. I believe TSM may have bought their way into the easy path. That's not the way of the immortals, so I can see uh, TSM. The immortals are they they work to the core. They're 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 hustlers. They're hustlers. They're gonna they're gonna show them all. Oh, on that note, I just remembered this, and it has nothing to do with esports aside from I just want to say wrong segment. Wrong Wrong segment. segment? Okay. Um (laughs) it just became an esport. Um (laughs) I just have to throw this out there because He's going to kill me for saying it, but the Morelli tournament, going back to that, it was the first time that my sister actually participated in the tournament, and she actually ranked higher with more points scored at the end of the round robin than Five Mile Rick. By triple. By triple. Just, just actually, she maybe more than that. It might have been more than that. Yeah. Um, it was, it was, yep, there she is right there in the upper left corner. Yep. It was bad. It was, it was real bad. Um, Rick, Rick had, had a hard time. He just, he, it wasn't his, it wasn't his night. That's all I'm going to say. She, she did. She did you're really my boy, well. Rick, you my boy. She was, she's very nervous because a couple of the games that we were playing, she didn't have any clue on. So, you know, there was a, a couple of us, not only myself, you know, being her brother, helping her kind of coach through some of the, uh, the games and, and what she should kind of look for. Um, but uh, met plenty members of the Gamezilla fan community actually hopping in and like letting her know, hey, here's like some tips and tricks and five and a half times more points. Really? <laughs> oh man! It was uh, twenty-two oh, for Jess and uh, four for Rick. Rick. There was three people below Rick though, so we'll just let 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 it be known that Rick beat three people. Okay. Yeah. Congrats, Jess. I would also like to say, and I can't confirm this because I don't remember the exact numbers, but I'm pretty sure that every member of the GameZilla podcast that attended defeated every person of the Legend of Retro podcast that went. That's not true. Chops? Chops won it all. Except for Chops. <laughs> I mean, Chops maybe doesn't count because he's not technically on the show right now. Right. Oh, he's yeah. on. Uh, yeah, we could yeah. we could play that. He's we could play that. Clearly, he we took a hiatus. So he's on he sabbatical. I'm playing, he's on sabbatical. I'm playing that that card right now. Okay, so that way Jesse's comment stands. And if that's the case, then yes, you shouldn't stretch the truth to make the things he said correct. <laughs> I'm just trying to make sure that this show stays two percent credible. It's tough. Because I work very <laughs> hard to make this show 98% not credible. No, no, Jazzy does. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to us on your iPod Touch. 
<laughs> Second generation. Or your nano. Ooh. First gen nano. Bust out that zoom. You don't bring the <laughs> zoom into this. Took it too far, man. That was a beautiful machine. I'm sorry. Wasn't on your Rhapsody player, man. You, you really are zoom HD. I'm you sorry. Steal this podcast on Napster <laughs> <laughs> or LimeWire if you got it. Oh my goodness. Or LimeWire. Bittor in our whole library. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we want to thank the Detroit Beard Collective once again for sponsoring this episode of the GameZilla Podcast. Remember to use the code MCGAMING to save 20% on all your beard grooming orders over $25. <sighs> I'm going to read it all? Sure, yeah, I'll read it yeah, all. Read if it retro is your thing, then listen to the Legend of Retro Podcast every Thursday in all the same places you can listen to us. That's a jazzy voice. I even like stuttered a few times so just because you know, like I want to make sure it felt authentic. Uh, and then, of course, Gamezilla Alpha, our Thursday podcast, Thursday recording podcast, and you can get same day listening if you join Patreon. That's right. Head on over to Patreon.com/slash Gamezilla Podcast. Get your early access to not just that show, but even early access to this show, Assuming along with some other great perks. Gamezilla Alpha is your topic show. We pick one hot topic like League of Legends World's Draw and cover it in depth, explain to you what it is and our opinions on things. This week, who knows? Maybe we'll do something about Nintendo Direct. Not. Ooh. We know who that's directed at. He's listening right now. In the future. Right now, right in now. the future. Right now. Right now in the future. Um, I do want to remind everybody, if you are playing Destiny 2 on the PlayStation 4, then keep an eye out on Instagram, Motor City Gaming. We will post our clan information, and it is a open clan, so feel free to join if you're looking for uh, gamers to team up for Nightfalls and raids and multiplayer modes, anything like that. So, And obviously benefit from the clan perks itself. Every week you're going to be getting engrams and contributing towards the group getting better loot. So it's pretty cool. It's I really like what they did with that that functionality yeah. of the game. Also, if you like cool things like the hat that Grimlock is wearing if you're watching us on Twitch, Patreon has its new perk launched, which is Tenure Rewards, where the longer you support us, the more we support you with cool swag. Shit to wear. Not baby wipes. Shit to wear. We're baby wipes. We do not. We're gonna that. create no, our own tropical <laughs> torpedo beer. <laughs> it's like a torpedo from your anus directly to your mouth. <laughs> Sierra Nevada tropical torpedo. This just in Patreon. We, we've just discontinued Patreon. <laughs> I don't want the lawsuits. But no, yeah, we got a lot of cool perks, and uh, and the ten year the ten year perk is new with uh, a lot of swag coming, uh, along with the brand new Motor City Gaming store that will be launching on the website this month, later this month. Yeah, could be tomorrow. Could be later. Could this be month. October first because I like to throw things out there and then not follow through. The Motor City Gaming way. It's for the children. Listen, we promise you nothing. <laughs> 
But no, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's pretty. Cool. Our promises come with a shrug. <laughs> now, a lot of people, yeah. a lot of people were asking, like you know, we had that one wave of hats, and some people were able to get them because it all landed at the public event of After Dark at the yep. Michigan Science Center, and so, and then people that made it to Nerd Barbecue got an exclusive shirt. So some of the swag started getting out to the community, and they were like, "How did people get this?" Right. So it, it kind of it pushed to accelerate the store, but it also brought up the idea that we have, you know, our patrons that are that are you know helping us out every month and we want to reward them for staying with us. So, you know, if you're a patron right now uh, and, and there's a few of you out there that are already paying at that le- at this p- specific level that switch to this perk, because then that's what starts tracking your tenure. So, um yeah, it's cool. I'm excited to. It's gonna. We're gonna be developing more shirts. We're gonna be developing different designs uh, and and uh, different products because of this perk. And some of that will find the store. Some of it will be exclusive to Patreon. So you know, figure out where you want to land and and what you want. And thanks for the support. Can I make a suggestion for a shirt? As much as I hate it, uh, I'm already making a pencil Wolverine shirt. Damn it! I was just about to say that. <laughs> what did yeah. I tell you? Yeah, pencil, what did I tell yeah. you? That's oh, don't right. Worry. You heard it first, right here. Pencil Wolverine shirt. It's happening. I'm gonna be wearing that bitch every day on this podcast. It's gonna be so good. No, it won't. Yeah, you and I. It's gonna be so good. You're gonna. We're gonna collaborate. You're gonna have input on this. Yeah. It's very important that, that input that we don't do this. <laughs> I, I, it's very important that I work with the source yeah. of this amazing content that we yeah, have. Yeah, it's very important that we recreate there, it yeah, so that a, he can get a good <laughs> visual there's, 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 <laughs> so yeah. that we can create this shirt. What I'm okay? saying is there may or may not be a photo shoot and then exclusive photos on Patreon. Of who doing this? You. you. You're the pencil who? Wolverine. You signed the contract. You were slightly inebriated, but it's still yeah, legal. Yeah, we, we got you yeah. while you were still under anesthesia. <laughs> yeah. You've signed off so many I things that you, you don't know about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you remember that doctor that came and talked to you that didn't look like your doctor? Dr. Denite. Yeah. <laughs> I know y'all BSing, but really, that did happen to me. <laughs> uh, hello, Christopher. Uh, this is your doctor. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> if you want a full recovery, you must have a photo shoot of a pencil Wolverine. We'll just we, sign here, here, and here. Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> we really thought he blew it when like he was doing a great job, and then at the very end, once you signed, he was like, you just got snaked, bitch, and then walked out of the room. <laughs> Welcome to the Snake Hospital. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right. Well, uh, that's that's all I have. I think uh, any, any other announcements anybody needs to make? Man, I'm practicing for next Morelli tournament. I can't let Chops take my, my I can't. Title. I can't keep having this bad luck of like getting a, a solid seed and then just getting the worst yeah. draw, the worst game draw that possibly could happen. It, the only thing that could have been worse would have been like Xander there, and 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 they pulled Smash Bros on me, or like I don't know. You do what's the wrestling the game that you beat the world in? Uh, WrestleMania 2000. That's what, like next time. That's what'll happen. I'll be one eight. They'll pull WrestleMania 2000 uh, in that quarter, the quarterfinals. I'll be like, well, not even the quarterfinals. The first round, I'll be dead done. Oh yeah, I'll be stone cold yeah. stunning your ass so quick. Yeah, and what, I what? won't. I won't even participate. I'll be like, I forfeit. So. Morelli video game tournament. What whipping ass could I get? Oh hell yeah. Hell, something like that. Yeah. yeah. I um. <laughs> 
I'm not will, going. I will give a, sh- if he does that, I'm not going. I will give a <laughs> shout out to myself though. I dominated in Wave Race 64. I yeah, you did have you're the just making it through those time. buoys. Oh my god! I, yeah. I I actually set the all-time record uh, on the game. On the, on the game, yeah. Mm, nice. Yep. So I was pretty pretty proud. That's of that. a record that stood since 1996. Thank you. 20 years, Thank 21 you. years. And then I blew it right after that. So, How is that game 21 years old? Oh, my goodness. We're, we're old. We're I got to go home and cry. All right. Well, this has been episode 174 of the GameZilla podcast. Make sure to like us, heart us, subscribe to us, whatever button it is from the, you know, wherever it is you listen to this podcast. Give us some love. Leave that review. We'll read it on the show. Thanks for all the support. And remember, we are the Elite Free DLC for all your gaming news. Until next time, game game on. on. So that shirt's not getting made, right? Oh, I already made the prototype. Would you like to see it? No. Why can't it be burned? It's already on the store. You should see the matching banana hammock. Oh, no. (laughs)